0: You know what I mean they were productive members Ooh,
1: Who are you? You are a new creation. You are alive and free. You are an ambassador, a conqueror, a part of a chosen
0: nation. You are beautiful, loved, and cherished. You are complete and washed clean. And today we hope you would be encouraged. Woohoo! Good, Good morning. morning. Yes. So back to <laughs> neither one of us have coffee yeah, this morning. Neither one of us have <laughs> coffee this I morning. I actually haven't had coffee since Sunday, so I'm feeling awesome. What? Like I was talking to my friend this morning, I was like, and I was like, wow, I love it when I actually give up coffee for a few days because it makes me feel so good. I don't have like that afternoon crash uh-huh, that uh-huh. you know I normally get. So
1: then, why do you go back on it if you feel so good off it?
0: Uh, I think it's just, and it's not even like that. I it's coffee itself I think it's just having a cup of something warm right so I'm I'm having to make this shift of making tea instead Uh of coffee Uh because it's just having it's the warm cup I'm with you yeah Yeah, I did a
1: 40-day like coffee-free thing
0: about a year
1: ago and while it was awful uh the first (laughs) week or so yeah I would say by that, by the time I got to the second week, i I concur. Like I totally had increased energy. I felt great. My body felt great and I went 40 days and I had developed a, um, a taste for just even warm water with lemon in it. Yeah. It It was so good. Like I would go to breakfast with people and I'd be like, yeah, I'll just take a cup of warm water with lemon. And the lady would look at me and she'd be like, are you sure? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Really? And she's like, okay.
0: (laughs) <laughs> That's so funny. But
1: then I, w- I, like, 40 day 41, I was like, coffee, coffee. Isn't that funny how our yes. brains do that? That it's, oh like, immediately
0: after 40 days that we, uh, like, it's, like. Bummer. Yeah. So I, I, I was in Nashville this past weekend and uh. I, um, we went to some fancy coffee shops. So it's like, that's another thing too. And I feel like being here, it's like, I associate certain things with coffee. It's, it's, total, there it it's, is. it's totally, it's yeah. totally social. You yeah. Know?
1: Yep. There it is right there. So. It's a, it's a social thing. And it's a, like, I like to sit down and have my coffee. And for me, I love the smell of coffee i, do I don't even so like the good. taste as much as i like <laughs> smell. so what smell. you're saying is
0: we need coffee who knows of a <laughs> coffee essential oil <laughs> that, that we, we can, can put diffused. into water <laughs> <laughs> or can we could diffuse <laughs> <laughs> and make warm cups of co- come of on water. i know <laughs> you
1: essential oil people out there can tell us what what oils to mix together to have a, a coffee flavored essential yeah. oil <laughs>
0: give, a, give us <laughs> the, java, the java the java oil oh my scented. gosh scented flavored both. both there's probably coffee yeah, I extract. don't know
1: I don't know oh my gosh okay
0: anyways <laughs>
1: it is Thursday and Nikki and I are here today and I see that Allison is watching good morning Miss Allison love you you know I just um I actually want to shout out to my sister, Allison, right now. I have noticed in the last couple of days, Allison, um, she has been really encouraging. Like, she has done some things that are outside of who I know Allison uh, to be in that she sang this morning to our friend, Miss Michaela, and it was so beautiful. I literally stopped everything I was doing um and was was able to just enter into a moment of like yeah god is so good and so allison i just wanted to thank you i want to thank you for uh your heart i want to thank you for stepping out and um doing something different it's encouraging to me and it's inspiring to me um to watch people grow into who god has created them to be and um I'm just so encouraged by you, Miss Allison. I was so encouraged. It
0: was funny because you were like, okay, I'm just going to be obedient. And I was like, oh, no, what's coming after this? (laughs) (laughs) We never know, right? But it was uh, so touching. So, yes, thank you, Allison, for for your obedience this morning because I think all of us needed that. So, good morning, everyone else who is joining us. If you are with us, we'd love for you to say hello so Mm -hmm. that we can... um, We like to interact. Yeah, we actually do. It's (laughs) really fun. Yes, yes. So... Yeah. Don. Good morning, Don. Good, good
1: morning. <laughs> Don Stewart is watching. Isn't that funny? Like I just jumped on and I um, was going to try and share it, but I can never figure out how to do that. So I just hand it over to Nikki, who knows all the things about technology, <laughs> and she'll figure out how to share. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm um, wanting to talk about something pretty specific this morning. Feeling the Lord just really highlighting uh, the, the beauty, right, of life. Um, One of the things that I get to do every day, which could be seen in one of two ways. It could be seen as a really beautiful privilege or it could be seen as a really uh, taxing um, have to, quote unquote, obligation. And um, I get to uh, be with my kids and drive my kids to school uh, four out of five days in the week. And in doing so, um, we I have a child in high school, and then I have a boy in junior high. I have a girl in high school, a boy in junior high, and a boy um, in fifth grade. And uh, so I go to two different schools. And when I drop off my daughter in uh, at high school, we have about a 15-minute or so drive over to the other school. And in between the two schools is this place called La Salette. And La Salette is... Um, I guess it's like a monastery. I don't really know the word to use, but it has this beautiful uh, walkway in the back that you can go on um, any time of the year. It's open all the time and it's uh, beautifully kept. There's just trees and greenery and flowers and and the path is just... It's just well kept. Right. And so we my, I take my sons and we do a quick walk there Mm -hmm. every morning. And well, we didn't get to today because it was raining. But um, when we get there, I just tell them like, hey, guys, you know, I don't care what you do or if you want to run or walk or walk with me or walk by yourself. I only ask one thing, and that is that you would just think about God. Just anything about him, like think about his character, think about things he's done, think about things you'd like him to do. Just try to get your mind to think about God. And so today uh, we did stop there, although we couldn't go for a walk, but I wanted to just make sure that we kind of kept the rhythm going. So we stopped and we sat for a minute. And uh, when I asked the boys, you know, so what did you think about today? Both of them uh, thought about creation both of them thought about life Mm. and you know I asked him I said so what about creation stands out to you and my fifth grader really couldn't like form the words but he said you know I just like to be in it (laughs) I just like to be in it and I said yeah and that kind of points to the fact that when God created the world he said it is good Mm. and we like to be around things that are good Mm -hmm. and then my other son said the thing he was thinking about is how he's like I don't get how there was nothing and then there was something he's like I don't get how like God has always existed and there was nothing at all and then all of a sudden there was something and he goes and it's just so hard for me to understand because he goes mom even darkness is something Mm. he's like so was there really nothing Or was, and so he wanted to, you know, he was going a little deeper and, and wanted that answer, right? Like who created God when he was like two, he asked that question, who created God? (laughs) And I was like, uh, (laughs) but the thing is, is that, um, it's
0: so hard to wrap our minds around. Yeah.
1: And there are questions that we just can't answer. Right. You know? And, and so it got us talking about, uh, the importance of faith and faith being like, uh, according to the Bible in, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse one, it says now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Mm. And mm-hmm. so we got to just kind of talking about the idea of sometimes we have to believe what we cannot understand or cannot wrap our mind around. And that is actually what faith is. Um, I was reading in that book, astonished a while back and um, the author was saying how the opposite of faith is not doubt. Uh, The opposite of faith is actually sight. Because when we see something in the physical, we don't have to have faith, right? Mm -hmm. So it's when we cannot see or cannot understand that faith becomes a necessity. And so um, it kind of just pointed in, in the direction this morning that I felt the Lord highlighting and that is just to talk about the value of life, you know, the value of creation, the value of getting to wake up every morning, um, the value of, of knowing that not only were we created, but we were created with a purpose on purpose mm-hmm. for a purpose <laughs> by a very purposeful God. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of. Um, I think who don't see value yeah. in their life. Yeah. So I just feel like with some things that have been happening and I don't want to get too deep, but there's just been some things happening around us that are creating a pause in my spirit mm-hmm. saying we need like need to begin to help people see the value yes. that they bring. Yep. So
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, when you had mentioned this topic um, yesterday and I was um, just sitting with it this morning, I just really, really love this topic of really having the heart of Christ and um, when we go out into the world and kind of like we were talking about last week, just, you know, asking people how we can make their day. Right. You know, what can I do to make your day? Right. Um, You know, I, as someone who has struggled in the past with really awful anxiety and suicidal thoughts and tendencies, Mm -hmm. um, just really, you know, I was at a place in my life where I didn't think my life was valuable. And so I would see things in the world, you know, where people would say if you're struggling with this, reach out to me. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I didn't feel worthy enough to reach out to someone. I'm like, that's meant for somebody else. That's not meant for me. And so I think that it was so, you know, for me, I'm so grateful that somebody came along and had the heart of Christ and didn't know that that's what I needed. You know, Mm -hmm. that wasn't their intention. Mm -hmm. Like she Mm -hmm. needs to be saved. I'm going to be her hero. That wasn't (laughs) their intention. They were, they just had the heart of Christ. Like, I right. don't think God went around in the world saying, who needs saving today? Like, he was just <laughs> like, I'm going to go You know what it says? Jesus people. saw people. It yeah. says he saw
1: them and he had compassion toward yes, them. Yes. And that is actually what moved him. Yeah. You know, you bring up a really good point. Um, so my daughter is part of our student ministry at our church, the chapel. And uh, the Chapel Grace Lake had their student night last night. And one of the things that uh, she came back in the car when I picked her up and told me about, I thought was a really powerful illustration. And it's the idea of empathy. Mm. Empathy being that thing that I really um, find lacking in our current culture, the way that we live our life. And so the illustration that was given, (laughs) I really thought was cute and also very eye opening. So um, I'm going to probably get it a little wrong because I'm like third person telling it to you. So like she told it to me from her perspective. Now I'm going to tell it to you from mine. Um, and now all of you are getting
0: <laughs> we're <laughs> so all getting like
1: you're getting a watered down version the of greatest what I'm game sure of was
0: telephone ever right on
1: w- a little bit more powerful in the in the actual showing. I'm of sure it'll it. still be powerful. Now. But I guess it was like this cartoon where uh, there was three animals. Right. And so one of the animals fell into this really deep, dark hole okay. and uh, the second animal came along and actually climbed down into that hole with the first animal stood there with him and said, hey. It's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I've been here before, too. And you are not alone. And that's all they said. And then the second animal came came by and stuck its head over the edge of the cliff, said, hey, man, that stinks that 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 happened to you. But yeah, let me know if I can do anything for you. You know, it could be worse. You could have broken your arm or, you know, something along those lines. But the idea was, is that one of those, you know, animals or characters showed what's called empathy. Mm -hmm. And empathy is that voice that says, hey, like, I'm here and you're not alone. Yes. And it's the opposite of the voice that says, hey, give me a call if you ever need yes. anything. Yes, It's the one that actually comes up to you and says, hey, Nikki, let's go grab coffee.
0: Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
1: let's go do something together. Yes, absolutely. Um, because sometimes it just is really hard. Whatever, yeah.
0: Whatever it is, life <laughs>
1: in yeah. general, but sometimes it's just hard
0: right yeah totally and I think that um, you know oh gosh I just I love that illustration because that is exactly what that is very like in my mind that is how it is like you know um, we just assume as a society that if someone needs, like, I, you know, it's like, oh, well, they didn't ask for help. I didn't. I'm not a mind reader. Like, I can't help you. Like, that's such a worldly way of thinking. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we n- don't need to have boundaries. Like, I'm sure there are people who keep are, you know, going through the same cycle and cycle and n- not taking action steps, even though, like, the Bible gives us action steps. And, you know, y- you know, they're not doing the actions to get out of whatever their funk is that they're in. Right. You know what I mean? And so I think that it's important for us to have boundaries with people who might be like, like you can still love them well, but if they're taking advantage of, of you and, you know, kind of sucking you in, like, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think that that's really important to protect our heart, guard our hearts. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, but for for you know other people I think it is really important to go out and love people really well because I know I know Don has said before like there was just this woman in the parking lot and I just felt like I needed to pray (laughs) for her and I heard that story again last week with one of my friends Jade Mm -hmm. she's like I was in the grocery store and I met this woman and I just asked her if I could pray for her and Mm -hmm. you know she it's like now they're forming this really awesome friendship and she in in the woman that she prayed for really needed Jade, like just needed her, in the way God was working through her, and it was just well, it's you beautiful never know. See that, right? Yeah. You
1: never know what the words that right. you speak, how they're going to impact people. Right. And so I think that um, that kind of brings to mind one of the the things that's been kind of circling around in my mind lately, in that um, you know we cannot fight darkness with anger. We cannot fight darkness with. Um, with uh trying to to go at it because we're angry and because we're tired of this and you know we darkness cannot be fought with more darkness does right. that make sense right. like in order for darkness to um vanish there there has to
0: be light hey you gotta add a little bleach to it right <laughs> and so
1: you also you, what we cannot fight um this this heaviness that's happening that's going on around us right now by by speaking constantly only about the heaviness we can't just keep focusing on what's not working what's not working what's not working yeah we
0: give the enemy all the power oh we my gosh
1: that. and and it's like um one of these you know basic concepts of whatever you look at becomes the bigger thing mm-hmm. so whatever wherever your focus is really becomes what you're focused on yeah absolutely and so um the thing that keeps going around is like we need to battle this by being people who choose to intentionally speak life and so what do i mean by that so the bible tells us that the in the power of the tongue there is both life and death both blessings and cursings and curses can come from the power of the tongue like we uh, possess (laughs) in our mouth (laughs) um, the ability to bring somebody uh, higher to build them up to encourage them, to strengthen them. And also we possess that, the, the, uh, the power
0: to do exactly the opposite. Mm-hmm. And so being people, isn't that so funny? I just, you grow up with that phrase, mm-hmm. sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was such a huge, like, like, m- faux pas we made growing up because our words totally have power because oh the words my are gosh. such a reflection of what's going on in our yeah. hearts and minds.
1: Yeah. And words, they stick. I mean, they really do stick with people. So I've worked with women before who have um, come out of abusive situations mm-hmm. and I've worked with women who endured, you know, years and years and years of emotional abuse and then maybe um, physical abuse began and then they finally got themselves out of the situation. And one person in particular about, oh my gosh, I guess it was uh, about six years ago, she and I were having a pretty in-depth conversation about um, uh, her former marriage, which was very abusive. And she said to me, she was married to this person for 16 years. And she said for eight years, um, there was no physical abuse at all, but there was just intense emotional abuse and then for eight years there was physical abuse um, and the emotion emotional abuse uh, had changed you know slightly it, it was still there but it wasn't to the degree that it had been I guess the first mm-hmm. eight years and what she had shared with me is, she said, "Don, I would take the physical abuse over the emotional abuse any day." And I was like, "Really?" And she said, "I still can't get out of my head mm-hmm. some of the things that took place during those years because they they just they were like etched in her very spirit." Yeah, totally. And, um, totally relate to that too, uh, right? And mm-hmm. so, like what can we do right we look around and especially as parents um as people who exist in this culture that is so bent on you know always having the 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 next the the one upping thing right like well you think you got it bad well wait till you hear my thing you know like anything you can do i
0: can do better oh good
1: grief my dad and i used to sing that song anything boys can do girls can do better okay sorry (laughs) whoa flashback um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the reality is, like, what can we do? Yeah. And we can choose to start being people who intentionally choose to speak life. Yeah. To speak life into the people we're in relationship with. To speak life into the stranger on the street or at the grocery store. To speak life into environments. Like, what does that even mean, though? So I, I say that, like, okay, speak life. And I was yeah. like, okay, what do I do? Like, what does that mean to you when I say that?
0: So speaking life to me, honestly, because I, I am someone who used to be very inauthentic and not very genuine in anything that I did in my life. Um, it was all very shallow, very worldly. So my m- to me, speaking life first starts with authenticity. And, and for me, that means living that joy-filled life, choosing joy, because I know that if I'm going to go out in the world and I'm going to encourage someone or compliment someone or speak life to them, that it needs to be coming from a place of authenticity it needs to be something that I'm telling myself and so if it's not something that I'm telling myself how can I how can anybody receive that from me if it's not something that I am doing myself so um, for me it's just um it really does (laughs) this is like the one place i feel like in our lives that we can be a little selfish in Mm -hmm. it does have (laughs) to start with ourselves first um it's kind of like on the airplane you have to put your own air mask on first before you can put it on somebody else um and i think that that is so crucial in our walk with christ we have to know his heart we have to be spending time with him we have to know who we are in him first before mm-hmm. we can go out in the world and t- teach it to other people or show it to other people they they have to see it absolutely in in us real it has to be real coming from us right
1: because otherwise everything that comes out will be so surfacy right yeah, so and it'll people all can be feel that whether yeah, they like yeah, the words or not they yeah.
0: you can still feel when someone absolutely. is being inauthentic like oh i love your earrings. <laughs>
1: i'm supposed to compliment one person you like a day. oh <laughs> was that as painful
0: as it felt for me <laughs> right on
1: right on so um uh, yeah another concept in that i love how you pointed that out i was actually just talking with some of um our volunteers in our children's ministry at church this past weekend about this whole concept of loving um god and loving others and uh so in the gospels in several areas uh, we hear jesus speaking out the words Uh, That the greatest commandment when he's asked what is the greatest commandment that the greatest commandment is to love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind and with all your strength and to love your neighbor as yourself and so we read that you know as christians we know that we're like yes 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 yes. that's what i'm supposed to do i'm supposed to love Mm -hmm. um for the past two weeks like i have been really pressing into what what that even means like what is love how can I be a person who loves well, you know, oh my gosh, the more I press into it, the more I realize I have so much um, room to grow. Praise God. Um, But one of the things that comes out like right away and also was pointed out in a uh, devotional I was just reading is this whole idea that um, we love others. Jesus says the, the second greatest commandment is to love others as you love yourself. Mm-hmm,
0: which I think we've talked about on yeah, here before. Have we? Mm-hmm. So,
1: like, the assumption being like you already love yourself. Yeah. But how? So, in our world, right? Okay. Oh, she loves herself. Like, that's actually negative. Yeah, there can be such a negative yeah, connotation e- it's on that.
0: Yeah. Ego, ego, t- ego thing, you know? Like, yeah. Like, oh, she loves herself. But um, I think it is crucial in this identity game, not a game, but. You know, um, when you identity game, meaning worldly identity or kingdom identity, like okay. one is real, one is not real. Uh huh. Um, one is temporary. One is eternal. Exactly. Yeah. And um, and I think it is loving yourself. I mean, so I was talking to someone I was talking to a mom at, and a friend at uh, the Connect Teen Conference. And we were talking and and she was telling me about how her daughter is starting to develop some identities, false identities about herself. And as we continued in conversation, I could hear the mom uh, admitting to own false identities that she talks about, tells herself. And I just looked at her and I said, would you tell your daughter the things that you're telling yourself? And she was like, stop dead in her tracks. And yeah, you know, it's like that's a good measuring stick. (laughs) Yeah, it really is.
1: It's a really good measuring stick. Would I tell my daughter the things I tell myself? Yes. And so I just put on the the Facebook uh, uh, comment section there because it looks like quite a few of you are hanging out with us this morning. Yeah, so good morning, we're good so morning. excited to see you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We would love to hear from you. You know, to love ourselves in a healthy way is kind of what Nikki was talking about that will help us to be able to love others. Um, So I can't really, like, speak life to you unless I have life, (laughs) right? Like, I need to have some life to give life away. Um, Otherwise, (laughs) I'm just, you know, walking in pretense. Right. Um,
0: It's true. Even the basic needs. Like, if you you slept for three hours and Mm -hmm. you have eaten, like, a bunch of junk food mm-hmm. or you haven't eaten at all. Mm-hmm. You're going to be tired and hangry and you're going to be irritable <laughs> oh and yes, not responding to people. So it's like, I feel like just that, just your basic needs of getting enough sleep, moving your body, mm-hmm. eating good food. Mm-hmm. Um, So
1: one way you can love yourself is to take care of yourself is what I'm hearing you say. Take care of yourself. Get sleep. Eat healthy. Exercise. Right. Get those endorphins going. Yes. So that's one way that we can take care of ourselves in a healthy way. That's one way that we can love ourselves. Yes, because, um, you know, to be honest, I'm not loving myself very well. If I'm shoving donuts down my throat first thing in the morning as I'm running out the door, you know, yelling at the kids, grabbing the dog like, hurry up, let's go. We're going to be late. Like, th- where's the love? <laughs> like, right. where's the love right. in that? Um, and yet, you know, mornings can be a bit stressful. So in order for that not to happen, just one little thing that I can shift is get up a little earlier yeah but to do that i probably need to go to bed a little earlier right, so right? It's very
0: it's it's living with intention and, and yeah uh looking at your at your week you know just yeah um i know one thing we have a calendar up in our kitchen so like my husband and i know like what i'm do like what we're doing mm-hmm, every single mm-hmm. night that's of good the week but um you know, I think, too, it's good for me to sit down. I like to sit down on Sunday evenings and just take 15 minutes to, like, like I know what I have going on this week. Like, the things that happen at the same time every single week. Like this show and hanging out with all of you beautiful people <laughs> every Thursday morning. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so um, another thing I hear you saying, then, is one way you love yourself is to give yourself time to prepare so you're yes. not caught by surprise. Yeah. Your schedule that's coming up the week yes. before. Yes. okay so these are good so loving ourselves by taking care of ourselves loving ourselves by giving our ourselves room in our schedule to actually prepare for the week ahead yeah. yep those are really good yeah, really i think
0: good. it's good to it's like a brain dump you know like i don't have to think about it every single minute of the day like mm-hmm. it's already on my calendar it's good and it's like i don't have to think about it again i just go do it you you just do it right just just do it it. sounds (laughs) so simple (laughs) it is it uh, it is so simple and i think with anything anything biblical that you're trying to incorporate or implement into your walk with god Mm -hmm. you have just like we were talking here come full circle with the coffee (laughs) it's it's habit forming you have to just be like i'm gonna do this for the next 30 days yes but at the end of 30 days Make make a new goal like, okay, I'm going to keep doing this, like I'm going to implement this for 30 days and keep doing it. And then Mm -hmm. at the end of 30 days, incorporate something else. So. So that's interesting
1: that you bring that up, because one of the things that goes through my mind, which I know we've talked on here about uh, before, and I've talked in a lot of different circles about is uh, rest. Mm-hmm. You know, and not just sleep rest, but like resting even while you're awake mm-hmm. from the doing, from the constant doing, from, you know, uh, actually scheduling rest in yeah. your calendar. Yeah. Um, that is a big deal and something that I, I have come to find out just through conversations and even in my own experience goes completely against the grain Mm -hmm. of how we are uh, raised in this current culture like the busier you the busier you are it seems the more important you are you know like it's
0: we live in a world where you can have groceries delivered to your house oh yeah like that's how busy we are yeah, other people do our grocery shopping, and that's shopping. normal.
1: Or like fast food now, like you can order ahead on online, and you can just walk in and grab the bag off the shelf. Right, like right
0: because drive-through wasn't fast enough. It's too enough. long. Oh, and then there's Uber <laughs> Eats, which you can actually just have it delivered, it's or you like can pay for somebody to come deliver the food that doesn't have delivery service. Like really, it what are true. we doing? So it's like it just blows my mind that.
1: Good morning, Jean. Um, It is an instant gratification society or culture that we live in Um, I'm currently taking a class through uh, Vineyard Institute um, and it is called spiritual formation it's you know very basic like there it is that's what the class is that's what you're going to talk about (laughs) Um, so I opened the text for uh, this class and it's called an invitation to journey Mm. and the first chapter just began to talk about the importance of uh, spiritual formation and what spiritual formation is, and it's in its healthiest form, right? Biblically speaking, spiritual formation is uh, the. Are you, are you okay? I g- totally squirrel like I got sidetracked. No, side yeah, turn I was
0: <laughs> looking for the station
1: sponsor sheet. Oh, gotcha. Dad, text me the station sponsor sheet <laughs> if you're listening. Um, <laughs> but spiritual formation is the uh, is character formation. So oh. in our culture, right? We are uh, we're we're part of this instant gratification culture where we literally can have anything we want at our fingertips and the faster we get it the better it is right so um, spiritual formation or character formation is one of those things that you cannot microwave right it cannot happen quickly we want it to even in the even in the church you know we want spiritual transformation like boom we want to have an encounter with God we want to walk away entirely changed and if we aren't we're frustrated because we are people who d- who do not wait right we cannot wait I remember, you know, something silly as uh, going to Great America when I was a kid and waiting in line for a ride for like a half hour was like normal. Um, if you could get on a ride any quicker than that, you know, you were having a great day. Right. Now you just go and pay an extra 150 bucks. You get the fast pass and you can go on any ride you want. You can just go right up the exit and you can ride the <laughs> rides twice in a row. Like so it is crazy. literally like this is just a you know symptom of what our, our deeper rooted issues really are. And so... Uh, the author was talking about how every choice we make every single day um, is forming our character Mm. and we are either forming into a character that is more like Christ or less like Christ Mm. and it is a process that takes time Mm. and so to become a person who is more like like Christ you have to be able to set aside time to uh, pour into your own character formation yeah we just want to go at the behaviors you know we we want to deal with our our changes that we want to make from the outside in Mm. we want to address the behavior go at the behavior go at the behavior even for 30 days go at the behavior for 30 days on day 31 you're going to go right back to that behavior that's what we just talked about but if you go to the heart
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and if you work through forming right the heart posture 30 days yeah the behavior if it's an unhealthy one will begin to lose its power or its mm-hmm. grip yeah on on your person right yeah absolutely and um so the spiritual disciplines are are really what's been highlighted mm. um for me the past i guess it's been a couple weeks couple months i don't even know now time all just meshes <laughs> in together But I have been uh, focused on the spiritual discipline of meditation. Mm -hmm. So not like Eastern, you know, religion meditation, but more like the thinking on um, pondering of uh, the character of God, Mm -hmm. you know, finding, um, for example, I've been meditating on love, right? And Mm -hmm. so reading scriptures about love, you know, etching it into my heart, writing, you know, note cards around the house, talking about it with my kids, um, talking about it, you know, with my friends and stuff. And I think... It's, a, it's another way to love uh, myself and to love others. Yeah. Is to set time aside to allow and be intentional about the formation of my character. Yeah, Does that make sense? I, I kind of got off on a tangent there. Sorry. No, I, I think kinda it's w- good. <laughs> I kind of went on peop- a trip. <laughs> I think when
0: people hear the word rest, they think like laying down in bed, not doing anything else but focusing on God. Okay. And... Yeah. and It can be that. It can totally be that. But for me, I think it's more resting my mind on him. So, like, I go for walks. Yeah. And sometimes sometimes I'm at the gym. So I'm getting two things done at once because, you know, we're in a busy society. But I'll put my headphones in and just listen to the Bible app for 20, 30 minutes. And just, Mm -hmm. like you were saying, just meditate on that. Like, it doesn't, you know, it can be in a closet in your house it can be sitting in a quiet space in your house or at a coffee shop but you can also find rest in him doing the laundry and i think it's just being intentional with where your thoughts are and like since we've started this conversation i've just had philippians four eight through nine in my mind and um i'll read it i which it's my favorite verse but Mm. uh finally brothers and sisters whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever Mm. is admirable if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about such things Mm. whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Hallelujah. And so I just, I think like that is to me the definition of rest. Mm. Like, you know, in rest to me, because I have a past of anxiety, anxiety is the opposite of rest. (laughs) Like, it's when my brain is racing and thinking and worrying and focused on things that aren't of God. And so when I do just make the mindset shift driving with my kids in the Mm. grocery store, just make that mindset shift to Mm -hmm, focus on mm -hmm. this what this verse is saying god's peace is with me and i feel at peace and at rest and to me that is what being at rest feels like yeah you know and it can happen anywhere like i i feel like when people talk about taking time to rest you know we feel like it's this okay well i have to like take a nap or actually rest and it's it's to me i don't think it's that at all i think it's where our thoughts are focused and where our heart is. And and for some people, that does look like sitting down in a quiet space and just receiving from God. And, um, you know, for some people, it's just making that mindset shift of when you're rushing late to work, where are your thoughts? Right. Um, right. You know, when you're doing the laundry, like that happened to me, like a, f- a few months ago or a couple months ago where it was just like, all you need to do is think about me when you're doing this. Like
1: you, <laughs> you need, just Nikki. turn your turn your mind toward the Lord. Yeah, and you know that's funny because uh, what I've been talking about with our with our children on this the concept of worshiping God, mm-hmm. uh, I've I've brought it down to just a very basic: put your mind and your heart on Jesus. Yeah, like if you can take your mind and your heart and focus it on God. You are going to like y- you really can't miss it. You're going to think about what is true and what is good and right. what is no- noble, excellent, praiseworthy, because yeah. he is all those things. Like, In fact, he is the only always good. He is the only always uh, perfect, right. always true, always. You know, he yeah. is he's it. So if we can take our minds and put them on God, e- even some of our most um, uncomfortable situations, we can actually begin to see the good. Yes, We can begin to um, to receive, right? Receive the peace of God that comes, even here as you were reading those verses, the peace of God that comes once we take our mind and begin to focus it on what is good versus what's actually in front of us ha- happening, you know, and it might not Feel good right away. Right. But the peace will come. And then it just goes back to this whole like if my mind is rooted, if my heart is rooted uh in the goodness of God, in the love of God, in the mercy of God, in the kindness of God, in the joy of God, if I am learning practicing over time putting my mind and my heart on him mm-hmm. I will begin to speak from that place right. so it really goes back to what we were talking about this whole idea of our tongue having the power of life and death Yeah, <laughs> that we can speak we, we do we speak and we act from w- our heart so out of you know the place that our heart is in so the words and the actions that come from us are going to be you know mm-hmm. And so, as we care for ourselves, as we love ourselves, as we root ourselves in Christ, we're um, we are we're not going to be able to help. It will overflow right through us, from us, right, yeah. into the lives of others.
0: Yeah, you have this confidence of who you are in yeah. Christ, and yeah. you want other people to experience that, especially when you do walk through those struggles. I mean, I used to be so ashamed of my past, and now I'm empowered by it, mm. because... I know that God has given me my story to share with others so that other women who can't look at themselves in the mirror this morning can see that there is a better way and Mm -hmm. that they are made for more Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. they can start um, seeing that in themselves. But it all starts with, you know, someone else coming along and having the heart of Christ and loving them well to give them hope. Um, like I I was, sharing with you this morning, like when I was at the edge of a mountain (laughs) looking (laughs) down in my mind, not physically, um, (laughs) although I've been there, I've
1: looked down from the top of a mountain. Can we pause and just do station uh, sponsors real quick. We just want to honor, uh, them here. And so we are grateful to be able to be coming to you from 21.6, the net, uh, you can, you know, find us at 21.6, the net. You can also hear us from 21.6, the net, the free app. Um, we are also grateful to be coming to you uh, sponsored by NIW services, cleaning up one window, one pane at a time. That is their, their logo. Uh, You can see them at NIWService.com. They do window cleaning, window tinting, gutter cleaning, and power washing. So if you don't like to do those things, they do. Uh, Go ahead and look them up, and you can see what they can offer you. Uh, We are also sponsored here by Natural Therapy Wellness Center, www.McHenryMassage.com. That's 815-385-8190. Massage therapy, reflexology, acupuncture, and Thai yoga massage and as always we are coming to you live atop from yes. sticker dude in jhb uh, stickerdude.com okay yes. sorry about that miss nikki
0: that's okay i totally forgot what i was even talking about <laughs> oh no <laughs> um that happens.
1: We don't have the fun were we sound buttons about? today. What
0: were we talking about, you guys? <laughs> yeah, what were we Someone talking about? Just get us up to speed <laughs> on our own conversation.
1: Yeah. So that's funny. So I mean, we were talking about this idea of uh, speaking life into people. So I just want to. I want to actually. This is a good transition moment, anyways. Yeah. Um, kids, right? Yes. So our children today, um, they are encountering things that we didn't have to deal with when we were their their age mm-hmm. you know um there was a uh, situation recently where a student in um, one of my stepson's uh, schools um, decided that it was a good idea to take her own life and uh, she was young she was young she was not even a teenager yet yeah. and um man as a mom and uh, just as a as a person that just completely ma- made my my brain just be like what is happening and so when I sat down uh, to talk, you know, through this with my kids, um, I began the conversation, you know, and my fifth grader just looked at me and he's like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. You know, we've, we've talked about it. I actually already heard about it. And he I mean, it wasn't like it was almost like there was this um, I, I don't want to call it a total desensitization, desensitization, but there is like it, it's not nearly um, as shocking yeah. of n- uh, a news, you know, t- uh, as shocking of a situation as it should be, yes, yeah. <laughs> as it was when we were growing up. And so w- that kind of is what got me thinking because this was one of, of three um, school age students in the last few weeks and in, in just our area. Yeah. Um, and I started to, you know, ask the question like, why didn't they see value in their life? Mm. Why did it come to a place where the only option that they felt that they had was to leave, right? To not, to not be uh, on this earth anymore. And, and I know, you know, I know that there are um, multitudes of, of answers to that question. Yeah. Um, and I know that it is not a light uh, topic that I'm bringing up. But I think it it deserves our pause.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And as people, as parents, we get the privilege of speaking that value into our children. Mm -hmm. Um, As people of influence, you know, teachers, coaches, parents, the church, um, babysitters, daycare providers, like doctors, nurses, You know we are adults who see kids maybe not on a regular basis but at least on 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 some sort of a basis I don't know too many adults who don't ever see a child right what if this is just one of those what if questions what if we started to be intentional about looking at a child and just saying something like you know what you are awesome I just want you to know that like you're brave Mm -hmm. You're, you're really courageous wow, like, I love the way that I just saw you, you know, treat your little sister. Right. You know, like, what if we began to intentionally pay attention to the kids around us, Yeah. saw an interaction, or even just said to a parent, like, hey, I just wanted you to know that I noticed that your son was just being so obedient to you, and I just, that is so cool. Like, I just love to see kids who are honoring their parents. Like, great job, bud. Like, what if we just started choosing to speak life into kids that we see um, on a regular basis or even on a non-regular basis? um, Because you never know when you might be the only words of life that a child gets to hear that Oh, absolutely. I feel
0: like, as a parent, that I I have been trying to to be twice as encouraging as I am critical with my kids because I hear myself saying, don't do that, or be careful, like Mm -hmm, very... um, mm -hmm. Which, even though we are trying to protect them, still power of words right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is still being critical telling them not to do something is essentially judging something that they're doing and so kids feel judged you know that is what it is i mean at the end of the day uh, it might not but be there cons- are
1: things they should not be doing correct Let, absolutely I mean, so what is it that you how do you how do you turn that
0: um I guess it just depends on what it is. Like, for instance, the best example I can give is if you see a child jumping on the couch. I just I don't like my children jumping on the couch because it's dangerous. And we have a glass coffee table. Instead of saying don't jump on the couch, I say the couch is for sitting.
1: Okay, so you like give them the expectation. I like that. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. So
0: changing, trying to do it that way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I will always tell them, especially when they're having fun, like I love that you're having fun. And the couches, but the couches for sitting. Like the yeah. couches for sitting, you know, hap- be silly and chase each other. You know, down in the basement where, yeah. there's... that's and where the space to chase. You know what I mean? Right on. And one of th- so I like that you
1: like you gave them a replacement option too. Yeah. and I, I like. Uh, well, one of the things that I think is also really important is getting to the why that is underneath the what. Yeah. So so many times, so it just kind of goes back to the character formation versus the behavior modification. You know, um, as parents, without even thinking about it, I do this a lot. Like, I just go right after the behavior and like, hey, no, that's not okay. Right. Like, we don't do that. That, you know, that's, a, that's inappropriate or that's you know dishonest or or whatever like I just go right to the behavior I I just nip it right there and then that's it right what I have discovered in even looking back in my own childhood is one of the reasons that I um, entered into a a pretty dark place in my life was because I had a lot of you don't 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 I had a lot of those but I was really missing the the whole like why don't you do it underneath And so one of the things I have started doing, and I'm by no means am I perfect at this, I am constantly growing as a parent, but one of the things I have started to do is to express to my kids when I tell them to not do something or when I say, you know, that's inappropriate because. Right. And I, I've started just to add, it doesn't take a whole long lecture, you know, I've grown in that too because it used to be like, okay, sit down, we're going to talk about this. But now I've found like it's okay to just sit down and and say, hey, listen, when you treat your brother that way, here's what happens. He sees you, right? You're his older brother, and he looks to you. Whether you like it or not, he looks to you. And so when you treat him that way, what he hears from you is, I don't like you. That's what he hears. Is that what you're trying to say to him? He's like, no, I'm just messing around. I said, but I need you to stop and pay attention to the way he's reacting to you. Right now, he thinks you don't like him. And then he's like, oh, my gosh, no, that's not what I meant. I said, you need to go back and help right. him understand that. And so just trying to come underneath and, and help kids to see the heart behind the, the behavior yeah, shifting that we're trying right. to do as parents, because discipline is less about being punitive or punishing them right. and more about like guiding correction them. Yeah. and guiding them towards what. The Absolutely. right thing is to do. So
0: I totally agree with that. And then something else, too, that I've made a shift in is that <coughs> when my kids cry, even if it's over something that I think is silly in the past, I have said it's OK, you're OK, you're going to be OK, which is. Then I'm like the creature that's at the top of the hole that Long. we talked about ah, earlier. Ah, you're fine. Go, we should break um, your arm. <laughs> so one thing that we've been asking, uh, like making the shift and saying is um, I will ask my kids, are they okay? Because mm. I want them to know that it is okay to be, it's okay not to be okay. Right. And I don't want to always, I don't want to turn off their sensitivity to things by telling them they're okay when they're crying and basically telling them to suck it up right (laughs) I just
1: heard on the radio a grown man was talking about how when he was a child his dad always called him a sissy when he would cry And he said he carried that into his adult life. He carried that into his first marriage, which I guess ended uh, pretty, pretty ugly Mm -hmm. in that he believed as a man. He was not to show emotion Mm -hmm. like he became stoic. He became, you know, this person who just could not allow other people in. And so years and years and years of of that, you know, created a pretty thick wall for him. And so he actually I think he wrote a book now about the importance of um, being able to express yeah. Where you're at. And um, I had a really bad parenting moment a few weeks ago. My uh, seventh grade son got a haircut. And he didn't like it. And I think I I talked about it a few weeks ago about how taking action is really important. But the, the parenting, like, real super mishap in that was that he got emotional about this haircut. And I actually said to him, I said, you know what? I never expected a boy to cry over this. I thought, like, girls cried over this stuff, but not boys. And he looked at me, and I was like, oh, my gosh. James, that's my son's name. James I am so sorry I was so wrong for that comment like it came out of my mouth and the minute I spoke it I knew I was wrong and I had yeah. two choices as a parent just walk away and let that you know let that you know sink in and let him you know yeah. or acknowledge the fact that that was an awful thing for me to say and I was wrong yeah and so I did that and it was hard he actually like he was hurt by it he because he's you know he's a seventh grade boy and he doesn't want to hear his mother tell him like you know you're being basically essentially like you're you're acting the way i would expect a girl to act like that's so yeah. uncool of me <laughs> but great you know thank god but for forgiveness s- and grace absolutely and all that. but
0: see how simple it is to like speak identity into people right like especially it's false intentionality identity, yeah. yeah and it is really You know, a lot of that is, like, figuring out... Because a lot of of stuff is instilled in us. Like, we were just singing. Anything girls can do, boys can (laughs) do. Like, it's like, these are things... These are mindsets that are so deeply rooted in us from the the time that we're little that sometimes we don't even know that they're going on, like, in our (laughs) minds. Because, you know, we're only thinking about what's in the forefront of our mind. But there's still so much. and, And so it is... It's like our mindsets are like an onion. That's the longer... The more time we spend with God um, and the more intentional we become, the more mm-hmm. those layers get peeled back and we start it starts uncovering like false mindsets that we have. Like right on. Y- you didn't know that that was probably a mindset that came from the song that you sang with your dad. Not that, right that, that on. it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, until something came out of your mouth like that. But you have awareness because you're focusing on love right now Mm -hmm. and, you know, where your heart's at. And uh, you knew immediately when it came out that it wasn't right because you were spending time with God.
1: You're right. You're absolutely right. If if I didn't have a heart that truly, truly wanted to become more like Jesus. Um, then those things, they wouldn't bother me. Those things wouldn't even affect or impact me. So I just, you know, one of the things I just wanted to encourage um, all of us in that if we are frustrated with any one of our behaviors, like if there's a behavior you're working on, you're like, oh, my goodness, at what point in my life am I finally going to get this one thing you know changed or figured out or you know whatever right i just want to encourage you that if you weren't growing if you weren't you know spiritually progressing then you wouldn't be concerned about that one behavior like that thing would be the last thing on your mind yeah and so i think it's really important and the other thing i wanted to just point out while you were talking there nikki is That is why we are called um, to be people who call forth identity and don't always point out behaviors. It's really important that we, with intentionality, choose to look past someone's behaviors into the heart of who they are and call out what we know to be true about them. Yes, You know, with our children, like,
0: And this is something else we've been talking about. Oh my gosh,
1: for so long. And we just got to keep on doing it. It's one of those things you just have to persevere in. My son, Jesse, he is so, so inquisitive and curious. And he has this mind that you know holds on and clings to uh, memories like he just he'll be he actually has a memory we drive by this one place he goes I remember being at a basketball game there he wasn't even two years old when we were at that basketball game but he just he remembers and this mind that he has he's a verbal processor he talks out his concerns he talks out his worries And it can be really easy to get a little bit like, okay, I need you to just I need you to stop talking for like a minute. Just just (laughs) give me a breath. But no, like he has this beautiful, beautiful, curious mind. And so I've begun to really like call that out in him and be like, you know, you have one of the most amazing minds I've ever, ever gotten the opportunity to look into. And I love how you share with me. And and he just like, he's eating it up and he'll tell me more. Well, mom, guess what I was thinking about today? Or mom, guess what I was thinking about today? And it's just like, yeah, it's one of those things. Like we get this beautiful opportunity to look beyond um, behavior into identity and help people to become who they're created to be. It's just, it's a beautiful thing we get to do.
0: Yeah, we get to do we it. get yeah.
1: to do it. There's a mindset for you. We yes. get to do it. And <laughs> you know what I
0: heard and what you were just saying? And this is something that I have really been become more aware of is that if there's something in somebody else that is bothering me, mm-hmm. it's a mindset shift I need to make. I oh think we boy. live in a world <laughs> where we yeah. try to change other people. Yeah. And it's like, um, I can't remember where I heard this. I heard this at a... a in I was down in Nashville for a training event in July and uh, the speaker was saying that if you walk away from a conversation and you're like, oh, well, that was awful. Like they just really were made me feel like yucky. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. I- if you walk away from a conversation like that, then there was there was something that you uh, you didn't bring to the table. Like mm. there was something that was missing. That you just, you put that responsibility on the other person and you didn't take any ownership of it. Is that like the,
1: the be the change that you wish to see in the world, right? Like the, be the thing that you see lacking. Yeah. Like if you walk into kindness
0: lacking, be kind. Exactly. Or you walk into a room and it Mm -hmm. feels like, Mm -hmm. you know, monotone or like not really uplifting. (laughs) Be the joy. Be the person who uplifts people in that room. Like change the atmosphere. Like Mm -hmm. tell God to Move through you, like, just change the atmosphere. <laughs> Invite
1: God to move through you, yes, right? <laughs> yes, yes. God moved through me. Now, you know what? I, I really believe that he does move through us. I believe yeah. that he speaks through us. I believe that he uh, loves through us. I believe that when we try to even do these things on our own strength, that yeah. that's when we're, we're, you know, constantly running into that wall, like, yeah. why can't I get this mm-hmm. thing right? The reality is, like,
0: we can't. But he can. So praise God that he can. Well, and Um, I feel like that mindset, too. It's like I so often I'm like, why can't I just do this? Well, it's probably because I'm telling myself I just can't do this. Oh, come on. (laughs) You know, and so it's it is that it's saying I can do this because I have a God who I know wants to do this. Through you. We're going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) And through us and for us. And so it's 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 mindset. A lot of it is mindset.
1: Yeah. So as we wind up our hour here, um, I I'm hoping that we can kind of end with uh, just A challenge like we always try to end with a challenge which by the way the whole like how can I make your day thing I'm going to continue that I have loved that Um, and I've even gotten a few other people kind of you know riding the coattails of that like that's so cool it's such
0: a question that nobody asked and they're like that. Yeah, that just asking me that made my day. I well, love I got
1: it. I got invited to think about helping somebody with something, and uh, my my hesitation. at first I had a little hesitation, and then I looked at them. I said, "If I did that thing, would it make your day better?" And they were like, "Totally." I'm like, "I'm in. I'll do it." Aww, and I they were just that. like, "Really? Yeah. Cool." So I mean, it really does it. It it helps my mind remember to put others before myself. Mm. So I'm going to continue with that. Um, the challenge that I want to put out there today is that we would start to be people who call out um, value in people mm, yes. and that we would begin to even just the the next person that you see just be like you know what you have a great smile I just want you to know that when you smile at me like you made my day better Like I, I just I just need you to know that I noticed this about you or I noticed that you know you walk with just a little skip in your step and you must be having a really good day today or yeah, you know hey I just wanted you to know that because you exist somebody else's life is better mm-hmm. you know yeah. like just be a person who takes a risk and speaks a message of life into yeah. another person Absolutely. whether and, and and really um and this is just a personal ask but Try to do that with your children, like try to be intentional and say, listen, you are such a good person and I love being your mom. I love that you're in my life. I love that God gave me uh, the gift of being able to be your parent. Um, I think our kids need to hear it more than we are aware.